0: and peace be to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ before me. too far, I would like to actually have just do this these actions, actions with me. And this is from Psalm 28, verse 7. I hope to teach you this over, over time. So the Lord is my strength. Mm-hmm. My, strength my, shield, my shield. My heart trusts in Him. My heart he trusts in Him. He helps, me. He helps he. me. What's so important for that is that we focus away from ourselves. Okay, The Lord it's... is my strength. My shield, my heart trusts in Him, and He helps me. So I want that focus to be on what He is. So when I feel very weak, the Lord is my strength. Mm. When I feel as though Satan's arrows or flaming arrows are coming at me, He's my shield. My heart trusts in Him so I can pour out my heart, Him, I can talk to Him, and He helps me. That's important because we think about life. The question I have for you today is who is this? That the question that the disciples were asking at the very end of our gospel reading for today, who then raised this? And before we answer that question, we need to ask this question: who is this? Sonny. Uh, Sonny, my dog, sitting on the kitchen table. <laughs> I'm sorry, the floor. He was on the kitchen table though, kind of. And so what happened on Monday was that Monday, I was at home working and and I made myself a nice ham sandwich <laughs> and I put it on the table and then our, my daughter, they're both conspirators, and so they were working on something and so they happened to see something outside and so they began barking crazily as though something major was happening. And so they barked and barked and barked and barked and they were just going crazy for something was outside. And so I got up and went out to look and, and while one was keeping me busy with what was outside, the other one, uh-huh. Was swinging around with me and got over to the kitchen table and got up on the chair and then stole uh-huh. the sandwich down to the floor. <laughs> yeah. Which that's the second time I he stole my swatch sandwich. He <laughs> <laughs> oh, also, which really made me sad. then he stole my wife's banana bread not too long ago from the other side. The, the table's here and the counter's over here. He actually got up to get high enough to get that one off of there. I'm being a shorter food. dog. Who is this? he's my dog's thief is what he is. You know? That's dog you. That's dog story. Now, the problem is that not that my dog stole my sandwich. I have more food, that's not an issue. Okay? The problem is that I got really angry. You know? I got really angry. And I was yelling and screaming and my dog Mines don't always work. So they think, my dog stole my sandwich. No, the dog likes the smell of ham and wanted to eat. Yeah. It's kind of like when you drive down the road and someone cuts you off and you think it's about you. Yeah. No. Okay. No, it's they're just driving. They're not yeah. aware of you. Right? Yeah. It's not about you. They, mm-hmm. they were all into the them. My dog mm-hmm. was into the sandwich. Well, after I was embarrassed for a short time, then it was a shame. Mm-hmm. They're not expectations of me to actually be more mature a baby, I was acting need more mature than that. Ted Burma, a friend of ours, wrote this, has this Bible study out from CPH called East Still and No." I've worked through a couple of weeks of it so far and it's very good. And she talks about these different storms in our lives. And there's a storm in our lesson for today, there was a storm in my life on Monday and the following few days as I was trying to get back into reality. And the storm was a storm of my immaturity and shame. Now I tell stories about myself, not just to tell you that you have an incompetent pastor, but that you might actually see that you sometimes go through storms too. Mm-hmm. Do you have any storms that you're ashamed of? Mm-hmm. Do you have any storms of immaturity that seem to pop up? Because your expectations are you should be here but you're not in the middle of not being where you think you should be do you ever have that storm of shame because of your immaturity because you expect to be somewhere that you're not that was true of me and I hope I'm not the only one who dies embarrassing, shameful Desperately need to see. Hmm. Who is this? He's my Call. goal. But I want us to think about two things today. And the question is for both of them: who is this? Who is this when I look in the mirror? Who is this when you look in the mirror? And who is this then? on a cross for you. The first thing I'd like to think about is, who is this? What we see in scripture, what we see in our story for today is this is someone we can trust. As you see, before they went on that little excursion, Jesus said, as my wife reminded us, Jesus said, let's go to the other side. Hmm. Something I think that's really hard for us is to recognize just the value of God's word. How many of these do you have? How many of these do you have? Several, five or six? Three or four. I've got on my new version Bible app, that Bible in probably 30 different English translations or more. Then I've got Laudas, and I've got it in the same version. So I've got it there. Then I've got probably another five or six apps on my phone. Not counting the hard copies of the Bible that I have. I have this word of God. This surrounds me wherever I am. You probably don't have as many copies as I do, that's okay. My question is is this in here? Is this in here? Because you see, God says. Psalm 119 verse 105, that word is a light well, to my feet, light from my path, right? And so that is what's going to guide me. The word is the truth. And when Jesus says it's going to happen, so when Jesus says, hey, let's go to the other side, guess what was going to happen? They were going to get there. And when we go through life and we start to doubt and we start to say, No, that word can't be true. Jesus ourselves, we look at the struggle and we say, no, you're not. Guess who's wrong? We are. And I wonder how much of the time when that happens is because I really own this, but it doesn't own me. Hmm. I have this, but I don't, don't really, can I say it this way? I have this, but I don't really got it that's horrible English. <laughs> but I use it for a reason. Do you understand? I have a copy of it, but I haven't <clears throat> Because I haven't actually internalized the truth that he says, I'm a new creation in Christ. I am forgiven. I am loved. You know what it says when, when we are forgiven that our sins are cast away from us, as far as the East is from the West? you actually realize that all those sins and all those things that you can remember that you did are no longer connected to you mm. and you're free isn't that the most awesome thing mm. doesn't it make you want to shed a tear that god can take that away and you have to deal with it never again that's what this word says mm. Awesome. Who is this? He is the one who forgives sins. Who am I? Scripture says that I am yet I am poor and needy. May the Lord think of me. You are my help and my deliverer, oh my God. Do not delay. That's Psalm 40 verse 17. Yet I am poor and needy. Is it okay to be immature? I don't want to stay there. But guess what? It's okay. Already 54. Really immature. I'm going to have some good moments and some bad moments, because you know what? It's not about me. It's about Jesus. So I'm going to be immature. I hang out with you once in a while. I think some of you are immature too. Uh-huh. Fine. So if you're immature, you're immature. It you may not show itself in anger. Mm-hmm. Your immature, you might show itself in other ways. Mm-hmm. You know what you need just like I need? Let's see. We need to see ourselves in the mirror so we can say, who am I? Oh, I'm poor and needy. Mm-hmm. And who am I, Jesus? To, well, we say to Jesus, you are my help and my deliverer, who my God do not do mm-hmm. Jesus says, come to me, all you who are weary and late. I've got my long-distance glasses on my nose so I can't see your faces anyway. You're just kind of out there i <laughs> love to just see by your smiles. Now <laughs> I <can> see. <laughs> Who of you came today weary and heavy laden? So you weary and heavy laden. Weary because of relationship issues. Weary because of work issues. Weary because of just the world is wearing on you. Weary because. You're so caught up in, maybe you're in a like me. Maybe you had an anger outburst this week, and it's not what you wanted. And, and all of that is just embarrassing and shameful. And maybe you're stuck. And Jesus says, you know what he says? He says, come and find rest for your souls. Who am I? I'm your helper, and I'm your deliverer. I'm the one who brings the help in the middle of your storms. I'm the one who says to you, peace be still. Or like it says at the end of Psalm 46, Cease striving. Be still and know that I am God. That's what he says. So in the middle of your failures, in the middle of your falling short, who am I? Poor and needy. Who am I? Weary and heavy laden. Who am I, Jesus? Who is Jesus? My Savior and friend. You want me just what we need. Proverbs 3, verse 5 says, trust the Lord with all your heart. You know what it says next? Soul and mind. not on your own uh, Thank you very much, yeah. Jim. Trust the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding mm-hmm. in all your ways. Acknowledge him. He mm-hmm. will make your path straight. Yep. Isn't that great? The word is truth. Mm-hmm. God's word is that which is the light from my path, the lamp from my feet. God's word is that which says, hey, don't lean on your own understanding. Hey, how about this time? <laughs> we just trust God. It reminds me of a story that I read with a group of ladies. And the story is called The Hiding Place by Corrie ten Boom. I hope all of you have read the book. If you haven't, it should be the first one you read from now on, after the Bible. And that story tells about her sister Betsy, when they went into Ravensbrück, that that camp there in Germany, and they were in the Netherlands, and they were setting people free. They were trying to help people escape from the Nazis. Mm. And as they were there, they went into this room, and it was infested with fleas. And Betsy said to her sister, Corey, she said, well, let's give thanks to the fleece. <laughs> Trust in the Lord with all your heart. You mean not everyone understanding. Do you know that they had a good reason to thank God for the fleece? Because in that room where they were staying, they actually smuggled the Bible in. God kept them from getting caught with the Bible mm-hmm. they had the Bible. And they didn't have to leave that room in order to worship because none of the Germans would come in Mm. because of all the fleas. So they had a chance to look beyond themselves to the God who was there with them, providing shelter for them in the midst of the storm of the Nazis Mm. to give them life and hope. Mm. Thank God for the fleas. God's word is truth. I'll be hanging on to that word of God. i are going to hang on to the actions of God and I just want to read, read for you it says at the end of the, the reading from the Old Testament reading from Job 38 and said okay, this is God who says Job where were you? Were you who is this that darkens my counsel? The darkens counsel by words without knowledge. Who were you again? Were you, were you around when all this happened? He said thus far shall you come and no further and here shall your your proud waves be stayed. That's what God says. God says, Here's the limit to the sea. Here's the limit to what the waters and the waves can do. And only I, God, can do it. Hmm. You know what God did? He said it. God took on flesh. <laughs> God became a baby, God grew up, God lived a perfect life for you and for me. Jesus was baptized for you and for me. Jesus lived a perfect life for you. Jesus died on that cross for you. Jesus rose again for you. Jesus currently right now is interceding for you. That's what scripture says. Jesus' word is truth. Jesus' actions build us up. Who is this man? He's God. He didn't ask God to do something. He just said, peace be still. Hmm. He's showing himself to be God Almighty. Only God can do that, and God did. What storm are you going through that you need him to act for? And will your heart trust in him so that he might help you? One final little thing I thought about but I thought about this. Whenever I had those inappropriate expectations of myself and others, I don't think I'm living in the truth. I think I'm living in lies. And the Father of lies is Satan. Hmm. How many times I wonder if I go through life saying, God, don't you care? Have you ever asked that? God, don't you care? Don't you care what we'll her? Don't you care that I can't seem to ever grow up and get past being a 12-year-old boy? (laughs) Don't you care that my spouse is treating me this way? Don't you care that my my friend is suffering this way? Don't you care that this world is beginning to go to hell in a head basket? Don't you care? What if that thought doesn't simply come from the same one who said to Eve, did God really say? Hmm. Did God really say? Remember, Satan comes along and says to Eve, did God really say? Ah, that won't happen to you. you will be just like God. God's holding out on you. There's something better for you. I wonder if Satan doesn't come alongside us once in a while and simply say, does God really care? Look what you're going through. I'm not difficult. Jesus came to destroy the devil's work. The reason the Son of God came was to destroy the devil's work, to destroy the devil's lies. How do you and I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that our God cares? The cross. Jesus has come, and whenever you are entering into the battle, whenever Satan is coming around to deceive you and to lie to you, you can say, my God cares. Can we say that together? My, my God, God cares. cares. My God cares. He cares about the storm I'm in. He cares about my wrong expectations. He cares about the family that I'm involved in. He cares about all the things that are going on in my life. So much so, sorry for you, no. he cares so much so that he would change everything in my life. Yes. The sun sets you up. Can you imagine that kind of God who is present and powerful in life for you? No wonder they were afraid. Aren't you afraid sometimes to have a God that loves you so much?